federal employees sit up and listen. Remember how the last year's government shutdown posed new ethics questions for federal agencies and their employees? Well, the coronavirus pandemic is no different. You've got some basic ethics do's and don'ts if you're working from home, working directly on the front lines. You're not off the ethics hooks either. For what you need to know, Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco spoke to the lead instructor for the Office of Government Ethics, Patrick Shepard. There are a lot of challenges we're seeing as we move into this new work environment. And at OGE, we've kind of divided the two sets of challenging ethics issues between those agencies that have had significant mission effects as a result of the pandemic and agencies that are just sort of struggling with this new telework environment. So when we look at the agencies who are who have been significantly affected with respect to their missions, we're primarily concerned with the changes in the conflicts of interest profiles facing their employees. So because they're maybe doing work they didn't expect to be doing, it's necessary for ethics officials to understand the change in those duties so that they can advise employees about the increased risk for potential for conflicts of interest, which, you know, as you know, is really important because the public's trust is going to be essential as we respond to the, the pandemic and as we get the recovery underway. We also see those other issues with uh, with gifts and fundraising a lot. And, you know, if you're you're wearing your ethics official hat, that really breaks down into three big categories. We have situations where someone from outside of government is offering things to the federal government or to federal employees. We have situations where government employees are giving things to one another or fundraising for one another. And then we have sort of fundraising generally where federal employees, you know, want to contribute to charitable causes. When we talk about the, the gifts from outside sources, We're talking about situations where a company or outside person is giving something or offering something to a federal employee. And these kind of break down in two different ways. In the first case, if we have a situation where, say, an outside company is offering equipment, personal protective equipment, or other things to facilitate the government doing its mission, that's really not a standard of conduct issue. It's an appropriations law issue. So if federal employees find themselves in that situation where someone says, you know, here's a case of masks to help this VA facility, they should really get in touch with an appropriations lawyer in their general counsel's office to have a look at that. And what about if someone offers something to an individual federal employee? The general standard is that federal employees should not accept things that are given because of their official positions, nor should they accept gifts from people or organizations who do or seek to do business with their agencies. So this would be like contractors or regulated entities or grantees, those sorts of things. So the simplest thing, if you're offered something by one of these people, someone who does business with your agency or someone who is grateful for your government work and wants to give you something because of your official position, is to simply decline the gift. If it's something that you think you need or you want to keep, uh, the best course of action is to get in touch with an ethics official as soon as possible so that they can help you decide whether it would be better for you to retain that gift, send it back, give it back, destroy it, or or donate it. What about things like, I think we saw this often during the last government shutdown that we experienced, things like a free lunch or, you know, there were stories of people dropping off boxes of pizza for TSA officers, things like that. Is that a different scenario? It may be. So we have some sort of general standards that federal employees should use when they're thinking about whether they should retain a gift. So one is the market value of the gift. If the timing creates the appearance that someone's seeking influence or if the gift was provided by a person that has interests that could be substantially affected by their, their duties, or if it would give disproportionate access. So we do have an exception to the gift rule that 
if none of these things are present, would allow an employee to accept something valued at less than $20. But really, I think this is a place where, especially if it's happen, happening frequently, you want to get in touch with your ethics official to make sure that you're not accepting things so often that it seems like you're using your public office for private gain. So the simplest thing is to decline it. If you're receiving these offers, I would check in with your ethics official and see how they, they would advise you to proceed. Are you finding that agencies have been proactive in perhaps providing that guidance to their employees? I mean, I bring up the government shutdown again as another example where they might be practiced with some of these questions at this point, and they might already have guidance out there that their employees might be able to follow. Are you finding that or are you able to comment on that? I certainly hope agencies are being proactive in contacting their employees, letting them know how to access advice and providing advice on common scenarios. During the first week that we were in a telework situation, OGE issued a guidance to ethics officials encouraging them to do exactly that. And we've been in contact with a lot of ethics officials, and I think they are working really hard to keep those lines of communications open and to respond as they're seeing trends in the workplace. Have you all encountered any new ethics questions? Given the current pandemic, you touched on it a little bit in the beginning, but I wonder if there's a question that you've encountered that, you know, you've frankly never really thought about before. Yes. So the, you know, the short answer is yes. We, we have had some novel questions and they started coming in pretty much immediately because we, we hadn't contemplated, especially some of our programmatic guidance, a movement to a 100% telework environment. So one of the questions that's come up is questions about meeting training requirements remotely. So we've issued trainings and guidance to help ethics officials understand they can meet those requirements remotely. We've also had questions about granting extensions for financial disclosure filers. Um, We've issued guidance on that. And we've also tried to help folks navigate some of just the workplace challenges of advising employees about, you know, how to manage time and government resources in this distance environment. Yeah, I'm wondering if you can expand on that a little bit. It it seems like a lot of employees are teleworking. I wonder if they're facing any new questions that maybe they haven't encountered before. Is there any new guidance there as far as ethics while working remotely, handling government equipment remotely? The easiest guidance, you know, the easiest thing for federal employees to keep in mind, especially if they're teleworking for the first time, is that all of the same rules that applied to you while you were in the government office space apply to you when you're on the clock working, performing your government duties. So there's a real need to maintain bright separations between your professional activities on behalf of the government and things that you do in your, in your personal time. And this is doubly true for any outside sort of business activities. So if we have federal employees who run in their own time, online businesses, or maybe they've taken to sewing masks and selling them through a website or something like that. It's really important for federal employees to make sure that those activities are taking place outside of duty time, so they're not using government time to do that. I think best practices for the use of equipment, or if it's possible to just use your government equipment just for your government job, that's the simplest way to maintain that bright line. If you're working from home, you probably have a personal computer that sits next to your work computer. So that that kind of separation is helpful. Agencies do have, uh, many agencies have de minimis use policies. So if you need to maybe respond to a personal email or confirm a doctor's appointment, and it's more convenient to do that from your government computer, that's probably okay. But generally speaking, you want to maintain a bright line between your official activities, your official duty time, and uh, the time and equipment you use for your personal life. Shifting a little bit here, how are agencies handling 
their ethics responsibilities when it comes to processing new hires or political appointees or any of the typical things they'd have to do to onboard someone new to government and the ethics requirements that they have to meet there? Yeah, I think this has been uh, you know, one of the really early challenges as we move to a 100% telework environment. And the good news is there are kind of two tracks when we're talking about onboarding senior officials. And one of those is the financial disclosure side, and the other side is the training and ethics briefing side. And the good news for the financial disclosure side is OGE maintains the Integrity Electronic Filing System. It's used by virtually all public financial disclosure filers. It's 100% online from filing, review, and certification. So that process has been able to run basically uninterrupted. You know, we're sort of already prepared for this kind of environment. On the training side, we found a mixture. Some agencies with workforces that are distributed all over the country were already well prepared to deliver briefings and trainings using web conferencing technologies or using the telephone. Whereas some agencies that uh, you know, were used to being co-located with all their employees, that's been a bit of a learning curve. So we've both issued guidance clarifying that the training requirements can be met remotely. So you can meet them using web conferencing technologies. That's been the case for, for many years. But we've also tried to support them by publishing a number of videos to help them with training techniques to make sure that those briefings are as effective as they can be. And uh, all these resources you can find on OGE's coronavirus page, which is oge.gov slash coronavirus or available on our homepage from oge.gov. Is there anything else that OGE specifically is doing to remotely answer agency questions or address any of their other ethics needs that maybe we haven't covered? OGE maintains what we call our desk officer program, which means that every agency ethics program has a point of contact, a single point of contact at the Office of Government Ethics. So if they have challenges that they can't figure out or a novel question, they always have someone they can reach out to. And that's a program we've always run remotely. We've never been co-located with our agency customers. That's been able to carry on as usual. We've also been hosting a number of web-based workshops to allow ethics officials to surface challenges and discuss with each other how they're managing in this new environment. Patrick, what are the situations where a federal employee maybe might want to raise money or organize a fundraiser for a colleague or a charity or something like that? If employees are fundraising in the workplace, the best way to do that is using the uh, the combined federal campaign, which has been reopened for this purpose. But one of the situations that can be particularly sticky is if a federal employee has experienced some sort of tragedy or hardship and their colleagues want to get together to do something to lessen that or recognize it. If any federal employees find themselves in that unfortunate circumstance, I'd really encourage them to contact the ethics office before proceeding with any such activities. There are things you can do. There are ways to set it up. But what, what's an unfortunate outcome is to start something and then to put the ethics officials in the position of having to stop it or revise it or you know, inquire as to the, the ethicality of the activity because that's a, a kind of place where you know, people are in a, a difficult situation already and it kind of makes it worse. And to wrap up, I wanted to ask you about the message that the OGE director put out to agencies recently about their role in protecting the public's trust during this pandemic. What was the goal behind that message? Absolutely. I think OG has been trying to communicate at all levels, directly to federal employees, to agency leaders, and to ethics officials, that our success as a country responding to this pandemic is going to require an enormous amount of trust from the public. And it's really important that employees, leaders at all levels of government are taking steps 
to ensure they're preserving that trust. And we're really grateful for the opportunity to support ethics officials as they support their agencies in responding to the pandemic. Patrick Shepard, lead instructor for the Office of Government Ethics, speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.